1: And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we normally take a look at weird and forgotten pieces of media and decide if they should be remembered or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. Uh, my name is Steve, and uh, with me, voted Most Eligible Bachelor of 2021, it's... Oh, uh, yeah, hell. How's it going, Steven? <sighs> oh, it's going good, man. You know, just... Uh, uh, recovering after all the uh, holiday uh, shenanigans. How was your um how's your Christmas? How's your holidays been so far? Are we allowed to say Christmas? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the the war rages on against Christmas, but we'll we'll give it a reprieve. I I'm guess. being oppressed uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it was pretty uneventful. Just went to my parents for lunch mm-hmm. um, for a few hours. And, uh, well, that was a bit obnoxious, but, um, <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, it was fine.
1: Pretty uneventful. I mean, did you get anything media related either from or for yourself? Like anything cool?
2: Not really, man. I, uh, wise, uh, pretty boring. Uh, my parents and I, we had kind of agreed not to do any, uh, presents this year. That's a, that's the best
1: uh, gift you could possibly get right there. Right. <laughs> no Although gifts. Being yeah. The,
2: being the liars that they are, ah. they did end up getting me like a, a light jacket. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, wait, wait. I spit on the, I spit on the jacket, <laughs> threw the ground, stepped on it, put it out like if it was a cigarette, shoved my parents, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, "I've never felt so betrayed in my life." Wow, yeah,
1: I, I actually betrayed the pact with a. Uh... I'm not done, Steve. Oh, uh, we're okay. Puerto
2: Rican home, so then I broke the Christmas Ricky Martin CD. <laughs> uh, and then I left.
1: Wait, wait. All this time, Ricky Martin was Puerto Rican? He's, yeah, he's always been Puerto Rican. Oh, wow. I, I never knew that. For some reason, I thought he was he went, from Mexico.
2: No, he went to like... Um, I, I can't remember if he went to the same private... We went to like this big private school that had like mm-hmm. a bunch of grades in it. And uh, I feel like when my sister was in it, he was very briefly in it as well. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, me and
1: Ricky uh are <laughs> Martin, we go way back. Wow, that will that fact has made me go insane like a bullet to the brain. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> <That's> the only <laughs> lyric I know from that because Conan made fun of it so bad back in the day. Uh, oh, yeah, Man, well... You just live in the Vita Loca no, over there, Steve. Oh, there it is. Well, if you for, for some more obscure facts about celebrities that... Family members might have been involved with in some way. Uh, my sister was on the same soccer team as the British Bulldog's son, Davy Boy Smith Jr.
2: Oh, interesting. He just got released from WWE after being hired back. <laughs> uh, they hired him for about eight months. I oh, want to know how many matches he wrestled. Steve, how many?
1: One dark match. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> why
2: did? They, why even bring him? Why even bring him in?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. They were just. They just wanted to you know jerk a bunch of wrestlers around or something it's like hey here's a little bit of hope and oh no i don't think so back yeah. to the indies with you yeah. or to get scooped I up mean, by AEW. yeah got paid
2: for 8 months to do nothing so oh,
1: sure sure i mean we could only be so lucky um well uh i did my uh wife and i i mean we had no uh pact of not buying gifts especially this year and uh from her i received an oculus quest 2 <laughs> Whoa, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've already tried it out. I mean, I know you're supposed to hate Facebook or Meta or whatever they call themselves, but goddamn, that thing is so fun. Oh my, have you ever tried one?
2: Um, I mean, I have a PS VR, mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty damn good, right? But I've never tried any of the Oculus headsets.
1: Well, I was, I always wanted to go that way, but uh, the, the PlayStation VR way, but. Apparently they haven't updated it in a while and at this point the Oculus has kind of surpassed it at least that's that's what the YouTube videos have um have said. Yeah. I mean it, it wouldn't surprise me because I mean the PSVR is it, it's
2: been out for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And and they haven't made any changes to it so. Right. Yeah. As far as I know. So yeah, makes sense that it's been surpassed mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure Oculus 2
1: is probably cheaper the psvr at this point. that is another reason i mean a, a playstation 4 still runs you uh quite a bit um but yeah i was gonna i don't know if there's like cross platform between oculus and um and PlayStation but I I was going to ask if we should try to do like one of those VR podcasts where we're just hanging out with our avatars and streaming to OBS or something but we could talk about uh, that off the air sure <laughs> this is getting a real weird but sure we can do I that. mean I just I think if we you know if we're in VR enough one of us has the possibility of becoming the Lawnmower man finally finally all right well anyway on with the episode uh if this for some reason if this is your first episode we're doing things a little bit different today uh basically we're just going to be talking about 2021 uh the highs and the lows of of media we just have a list of basically like our favorite uh, movies uh, video games and comics or whatever and it's just going to be a real uh laid-back uh uh and uh yeah. that i hope we're basically uh just gonna be bullshitting with each other mm-hmm. uh and people can listen well i if mean they're lonely it's, re- <laughs> it's <laughs> really not that much different from a normal episode it's just there's really nothing to throw into the black hole of obscurity unless unless we want to throw 2021 uh, completely into the black m- hole maybe
2: maybe m- maybe we'll throw the conversation uh, into black hole of security and delete the episode afterwards.
1: Whoa, that would be mind blowing. Like a meta. like a bullet to the brain. That would that just yeah. be insane. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> all right. So where are we here? Okay, we already talked about uh, some gifts. You all got a light jacket, and I got an Oculus Quest. So all right, let's start out here. Are you one of those guys or people, shall I say, who gets excited for New Year's? Uh
2: not really. I don't really like to like go to like an event on New Year's just cuz you know there's a lot of drunks out and stuff oh, and yeah. then uh, this year with Omicron and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I don't think I'd even go to a party. Right. I mean I mean well maybe. I, I guess if it depends on who
1: would be there, but uh <laughs> Ricky Martin? But yeah. If he was there, would uh, you show well, up? Well,
2: if Ricky if Ricky's there, well you you got to show up. I mean, <laughs> that guy made the best World Cups World Cup soccer theme.
1: <laughs> Uh,
2: I don't know if you remember no. that one, but uh, it was a great performance at the Grammys. Come on, Steve.
1: Sure, uh, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love, I would love it if we both showed up to a party and Ricky and Davy Boy Smith were were there. And then we could have just a weird, awkward hangout session. It would be awesome. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm with you. I don't really, I don't know. I when I was younger, I really really used to think that New Year's was lame. Like it was just. You know this sort of uh, imaginary, made up holiday. It's not even like I hate to tell you, Steve. They're all they're all imaginary. It's, it's true. All made well, up. <laughs> I mean, time is made up by man anyway, man. It's a false construct, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just like, and then people use it as an excuse, and then the, for the you know for your resolutions and whatnot. Where I mean, I guess that's good, but you should be able to make a change at any point, whenever you want to. Yeah, hell, there. That's my. Uh, uplifting message to you
2: okay i don't know if that's uplifting as much as uh maybe talking down to people to make new year's <laughs> resolutions
1: but uh <laughs> that's just how i feel that's just how i feel um
2: uh, and, and yeah, hey, and you can feel like that any time of the year steve you don't have to wait till uh new year's to get mad at people
1: for making new year's resolutions <laughs> well how do you steve? feel about new year's resolutions
2: uh my only problem with new year's resolutions is is the one when people decide to join the gym because that directly impacts me Mm, and mm. my gym-going experience. Now who's
1: talking down to people?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, let's face it. Most of them aren't going to stick to it now, are they? They just don't have what it takes,
1: right? (laughs) Oh, oh, (laughs) take that, humanity.
2: (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I hate working out, too. I I do, it, but I I hate it. Sure. Uh, I don't blame anyone for stopping. In fact, I'm jealous of them for stopping. (laughs) Um, but I mean, I think they're okay. I, I do have like one standing New Year's resolution for the past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've have failed at it every year, but, um, I'm going to try again this year, different approach. But basically I try to go, uh, vegetarian every year. Oh, wow.
1: And this is the first I've the ever reason heard of why, this.
2: Well, <laughs> it usually doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. I, I, it'll last like 10, 14. I think the longest I've gone is like two weeks. Um, but, uh, God, it's my mouth. Meat, animal meat—that's what's in my mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> meat, meat, in my is mouth. that a little and, bit uh, of so Starbuck in take. there? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, I, I just feel bad about eating animals, mm-hmm. uh, and I eat like a lot of red meat. And I am you know in my 40s now, so I probably should mm-hmm. cut that out anyway. But uh, so this year I'm going to—I I don't normally eat seafood, but the last couple of weeks I've been—I've eaten like a couple like little seafood things here. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to try to do is rather than go cold turkey. With my vegetarianism.
1: Learn how to say it Rather first. than going cold
2: turkey, removing meat from my diet, mm-hmm. I'm going to do, like, um, every, like, couple days not eat meat, and then every other day, just kind of, like, wind myself down. But I guess I'm going to be more of a pescatarian, hopefully, mm-hmm. and just incorporate fish
1: yep, into my uh, diet. So I used to be an Epis- Episcopalian also. <laughs> 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 that was my parents' uh, sect of Christianity. But, uh, but no, man, uh, well, good luck to you. Uh, With that, it
2: probably won't work
1: out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to save the resolution section to to later, but um, but yeah, I have a a few. Actually, this show for last year was basically a New Year's uh, resolution for me to get something else going after Ray Can't Sleep ended, Um, but because of my uh, wife's um, schedule, we couldn't we didn't get it started till I think March or February. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Good thing you left her in February or March. You were <laughs> oh, yeah. Able to, uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sick of you standing in the way of my podcast dreams. I'm out of here. And then now look at us. Oh, man. We're like bigger than Joe Rogan Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Roganowski. I mean, he podcasts out of Wisconsin. It's a cheese podcast, yeah, yeah. but we're bigger than him. Um,
2: That's right.
1: Uh so, he's the Joe Rogan that doesn't take Ivermectin. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah, of course like uh I would like this podcast to get uh, even bigger than it is. Um I guess uh I would like to have enough um subscribers on YouTube so I can use the little uh community posts. I think that would help a lot. Um but uh you know, it's like whatever, man. I know like uh people they t- it seems like certain media attracts them to this show um for some reason people love when we talk about Hulk Hogan um and then yep. uh, the comic books eh, not too much um but uh hey and the care bears you were saying is uh one of our most mm-hmm. care bears oh, is our number like- 1 um at least on uh on YouTube i didn't look at the uh, podcast numbers but yeah so weird yeah that is weird i don't know maybe they just want to hear what you know a couple of dudes in there late 30s early 40s think about the care bears that's important stuff so um so yeah there's that and um i really need and i know this is the the typical old guy resolution but i kind of need to get my uh weights under control um hopefully the oculus quest will help out with that um so how would the oculus uh help out with uh there's a lot of fitness uh... games yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, there's an awesome uh, boxing one. That was the first one I downloaded, um, and pff, it's so weird. It's like the guys like standing right in front of you. Like it's it's awesome though. Um, yeah, the, the the few
2: PSVR games that I've played, it's it, with people in them. It's so weird how realistic it can be. Like you, this might be this might come as a surprise to you, Steve. But I have a Star Trek. uh Uh, vr game yeah yeah bridge commander yeah (laughs) anyways but yeah it's crazy like when you're sitting on the bridge and you look to the left at the people next to you and yeah it's 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 very trippy because it's almost like it's so real it's like beyond reality or something i know it's it's, hard to explain it's awesome
1: yes it's just one step closer to the lawnmower man baby um or vr5 which is a show we're gonna cover at some point next year yes Um, But we'll uh, we'll talk about the uh, predictions um, once we get more towards the end of the episode. So we've talked about what we want to do. Like, are there is there anything that you accomplished or like any bright spots for you over in uh, for the past year in 2021? I
2: mean, I got out, you know, a few videos that I was uh, really proud of Mm. and um, on my gaming channel. And I'm really happy with how my 3D CG skills have improved. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. When I first started. Mm -hmm. Thank you, man. Uh, So I'm proud of that. It's been a uh, it's been a hectic year for me, Mm. Uh, but uh, it's it's been looking up uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, I got some nice, cool, fun stuff happening in my personal life. (laughs)
1: That was a really weird way to describe what's happening, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's he's finally transitioning, everybody.
2: (laughs) Everybody, I am finally on drugs. (laughs) I have finally taken up uh, cocaine.
1: Um, Mm. Yeah, what about you, man? Uh, Well, um, of course, aside from this podcast, which I already talked about, um, I uh, finally started taking steps to getting my uh, comic book out into the world. Um, I thought you were gonna say you finally started taking steroids. <laughs> I mean, that's a <laughs> weird combination. I need to lose weight, but I started taking steroids. I mean, you know, roid gut. It is a thing. It's a it's a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like a while back, you know, found the artists, like found the colorists, and you know, now it exists in in the real world as a as a mini comic, and hopefully, at least by my birthday, uh, February seventeenth, the crowdfunder uh will be up and, and running for everyone to throw all their money, you know, to write as many zeros on that check as they possibly can. Um, <laughs> aside from that, I ended up uh, acting in two uh, different uh, short films, which, I mean, after my son was born, I kind of thought um, my acting career, and I use the term loosely, uh, was over uh, just because, you know, it's my job to pretty much take care of him, but uh I mean, luckily uh my friends they adjusted some things for me and I was able to uh act and also I scored one of the movies as well. Um so nice. yeah, that was uh those were some nice surprises, and uh if one of my other friends uh, manages to pull it off, I'll be acting in yet another one coming up soon. Um uh let's see. What are some other and of course like we had our, uh, anniversary this year. We rode in a, um, hot air balloon. That was kind of fun. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that was, how was that? I, uh, w-
2: did, did you, so is that something you guys had like wanted to do for a while or did like an old rich couple <laughs> put you up to delivering dolls around <laughs> the world in exchange for diamonds?
1: And... Oh man, I wish. Um, uh, no, I don't know. Like, I mean, are, are you a chipmunk on an adventure? Oh, that's what I, I mean, aren't say. we all, baby? Isn't that yeah. just hanging on to the uh, the balloon that's mm-hmm. floating through life? Um, no, like Deep. I don't know when we when my wife and I first met. Like we traveled like all over Southeast Asia and just got into whatever stuff we could get into. Um, and but hot air ballooning just wasn't in the cards at that point. Uh so when you know when we came back to the US a lot of that adventuring kind of died down especially when our son was born and uh but luckily uh her aunts like one of them was like oh we'll watch them and the other one was having a birthday and there's like oh there's ballooning right over there so we just signed up and we went and uh it was a lot of fun i highly recommend it at least once so i
2: I don't know if I'd say it's an irrational fear, but I do not want to get in a hot air. Overload. It just <laughs> seems like a real unsafe way to travel. Very uh, precarious. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So blowing hot air into a giant uh, tarp, very mm-hmm. thin, just doesn't
1: see. Well, I'm in a bread basket. I don't know. I don't so know. if I came, doesn't sound good. if I visited Florida uh, and... We had the opportunity to like reenact some scenes from a chipmunk adventure. You wouldn't be down. You wouldn't be down.
2: I have a green screen uh, that we can <laughs> use, Steve. We can control the elements better. We can control the lighting, get better sound. All right. Come on, Steve. Do you, do, do you want to make something good or just make something?
1: <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, that's another thing that I'm uh, proud of is when, I got to, when we got to record in real life at your place. And, um, yeah, that and that's actually sort of a reoccurring, I don't know, goal or resolution. And that is to, I don't know, eventually move out of this apartment and out of Hollywood all together. And into my yeah. place. Yeah. Well, Hey, <laughs> I mean, I could, I could come over and do the show until we're, until we're 60 and bald and gray or whatever. I think I could, I, I could be satisfied <laughs> with that. Um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, oh, and also, uh, well, I finally got another job, even though it's like, you know, not like a, a fancy job or anything like that. But I've been unemployed for two years, uh, again, because I was taking care of my son. Um, and so when this overnight gig came my way, courtesy of a friend, um, I took it. So I guess uh, sort of a goal was met. I wanted to like get you know paid creative work when I went back to work, but right. uh, we'll save it for next year all right any uh any other goals worth speaking of before we move on um no just to hopefully get more videos out
2: uh next year than I did this
1: last year right month, so. i mean you um I mean you've already sort of taken the steps this year to do i mean youtube full time i mean is that uh, I assume you're just gonna keep pursuing that next year right
2: <sighs> yeah, I mean hopefully like middle of next year I'll kinda if things work out that would be when it would happen sometime between mm-hmm. april and june um if like everything works out you know really well but i mean if the numbers between sponsorships and the ad revenue that like, that's coming in mm-hmm. like just don't make sense i'm not gonna
1: jump into it
2: right you know but hopefully within the next year it'll happen
1: yeah hey well we're all rooting for you buddy <laughs> thanks man All right, so next we're just going to talk about uh, some uh, random uh, pieces of media. Like, I guess, uh, what do we have up here first? Uh, Movies. So, any movies uh, stick out to you, good or bad, from 2021?
2: You know, like, if we're talking about movies released in 2021, I was thinking back about this, and I think the only movie I watched that released in 2021... Mm -hmm was the freaking Mortal Kombat movie.
1: Oh, oh man, that's awful. You're are you telling me you yeah. didn't watch Dune? No, no, I still haven't seen Dune. Oh, it's so good. Uh,
2: and I and I and I had like my HBO Max subscription while it was out, mm-hmm. so I should have uh, watched it, but I just kind of kept putting it off and putting it off mm-hmm. and and then my subscription has elapsed and I don't care to renew it. Oh. Uh, but um uh, yeah, I, I just, like, I was watching, like, rewatching a lot of old stuff, a lot mm. of old sci-fi stuff last year, like Babylon 5. Right. Uh, well, I'm, I know we're going to talk about TV shows separately, sure. so I'll leave it for that. But, yeah, sadly, I think Mortal Kombat was the only 2021 released movie I watched this Ugh, year.
1: And that movie.
0: It's kind of weird. Sucked. So-
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it was not that great. See to, uh, what is it, episode two or three, where we talked about it and the original Mortal Kombat, which is a much more fun watch. Um
2: yeah, yeah, much more fun.
1: Well, uh, I've got here, I already mentioned Dune, which uh, was amazing. Uh, another uh, really good uh, indie film um, is called uh, The Beta Test. Um, it's basically about this, um, he's like a Hollywood agent, and he gets this weird, uh, he's about to get married, and he gets an envelope in the mail that says, like, you're invited to one No strings attached like erotic encounter and you can like mark off on the uh, on the envelope like what you want to like do and not do so he spends like I don't know a couple days like mulling it over and then he like mails it in and uh, Then it just sort of it just gets really crazy from there so like if you're looking for something that's you know, obviously for adults um, and different then, uh, you know, your typical Mortal Kombat and Marvel movies, uh, <laughs> I would highly recommend the beta test. And speaking of Marvel movies, uh, I forced myself. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it was for some other podcast that I did. I can't remember. But I watched Black Widow and it was awful. Like, maybe I watched it on yeah, a plane. It was, not good. it was just so bad. Like, just don't even waste your time. All right, and moving on to TV, um, anything from twenty twenty one that uh, stands out as a as a good show that you would recommend or to keep away from? I mean, the only
2: show I would recommend uh, I, I, again I was mostly rewatching old shit this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, Lower Decks, the Star Trek animated show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's made by one of the uh, or the showrunners one of the and creative mind behind. It's one of the. Uh, I think he's one of the co-creators of rick and morty mm-hmm. or maybe like just the old showrunner from rick and morty right. but it's not it's not like a rick and morty star trek
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh it's definitely its own thing it makes a lot of fun references to old star trek shows while still like doing like your classic star trek mora- morality plays of the week but it really like the you know pokes a lot of fun at itself and star trek tropes and it's it's really funny and the animation is really really well done so um on my not recommend list <laughs> is star trek discovery <laughs> fucking christ it is awful uh spoiler alert their ship is now sentient and has feelings and is sad oh, the ship is God, sad
1: that's awful so
2: and and i haven't And honestly this season i only watched like the first two episodes mm-hmm. and it was so bad i was like i can't do, do, deal with this but i've been reading like recaps of the other ones to see if it improves and that The latest is that the ship is sentient and sad
1: now. It's so awful. Who comes up with these awful, awful ideas? Um, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> well, um, one show that not a lot of people are talking about that I watched on Netflix that is actually based off a series of comics or graphic novels, if you will, is uh, Sweet Tooth. You ever hear a Sweet Tooth?
2: Nope. Can't say um, that I
1: have. It takes place... <laughs> And it's funny because this comic came out in like the early, I don't know, 2010s or something. It takes place in a post-pandemic, uh, like America, where, and it's about a kid. He's like, he's got antlers. He's basically like a mutant, kind of. And it basically starts with him and his dad, like in the woods, um, hiding out from because uh, there are you know these swarms of guys that are hunting these like you know half animal kids and so they have to live in the woods and um it uh it's really good it's just um the effects are amazing like for a Netflix show cause sometimes i feel like they really you know skimp out on real hit or miss yeah yeah and um they really make you care about the characters like the kid is good he um you know sometimes you know, as we've seen from Santa with Muscles, like, <laughs> child actors, they're a little too cute or not very good at all. Like, every, yeah. everyone's good. He's good. And there's just a lot of, like, good, well-executed ideas. And I don't know. That show just sort of came around, like, right at the right time because here we are. And, you know, it's about to be 2022. And we're still living in a <sighs> post-apocalyptic nightmare. But <laughs> anyway. Yes.
2: Oh, oh the... The, the uh, Our dystopian nightmare soup, mm. Steve, is just
1: getting warmed up. Oh, boy. I feel like this is about to turn into a uh, conspiracy theory podcast. Uh, we'll uh, uh, save it. <laughs> no, no.
2: I, I mean, there's no conspiracy. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> we, we are a hair away from a dystopia. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's also an. an... <laughs>
2: i have more things to say about the government no i
1: i mean i agree with you man but you know let's try to we'll try to keep it light here uh no i'm just kidding i'm just joking no you're not uh,
2: well i mean yeah i mean hey hey 2021 uh i would I, I don't know i'm sure you've seen that meme going around where it's like a picture of 2020 and a picture of 2021 and then uh that i forgot her name but the lady from the office um uh, pam from the office is like oh they're the same picture right uh cause, <laughs> You know, the end of 2021 is starting to feel a lot like the beginning of 2020.
1: Right. Well, even on the thumbnail yeah. for this very episode is um, uh, the Joker from the Joker movie uh, showing Pennywise around, I think. So it's the same mm-hmm. sort of similar meme. Uh, yeah. Another...
2: That's all right, Steve. That means we get another Mortal Kombat. Meme
1: oh, coming God, I was so <laughs> disappointed. And the fact that it did so well, <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. Um, yeah. uh, another really... Really good show. Like one of the things that I don't know, I sort of complain or rant about is that in early I guess like twenty ten, um like T V was really good, I feel like, with your Sons of Anarchies and your Dexters and your um breaking bads and whatnot and now it's kind of a loss's edge. Well this show, Mayor of Kingstown, oh man, it's so gritty and dark. Like it's almost too dark for me. Um it is about it's got Jeremy Renner in it. And it's funny, he's acting more like Hawkeye from the comics than he's ever acted like Hawkeye in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Interesting. And um, <laughs> it takes place in this small town that has, like, six prisons that are all within, like, I don't know, 40, like 100 feet of each other. And so basically he's the guy who's, like, kind of in charge of keeping the peace between, like, everyone, like the gangs, the guards, uh, the the warden's like everything if anyone has a problem like they come to him and um it's just uh i don't know if it's the right show if you're looking to feel good about life but if you want to see a good show like i would recommend uh with good writing like i would definitely recommend that and uh my last uh recommendation uh again no one ever talks about it uh is lost in space the Netflix remake oh, so okay, good
2: okay so I, I started watching that when season one came out, mm-hmm. and I thought it was okay. I watched like the first couple episodes, but I was like, uh it was okay, but it it, it did it felt a little generic mm-hmm. to me so I was like, well, let me hold off because sometimes these Netflix shows like they last like a season, and they don't even finish, mm-hmm. so I don't want to get invested. but it does I, I've read too that the la the new
1: season is really good. so yeah, this is the I didn't even know you were watching oh, it. Oh I no, I've been watching it since episode one. like I've always. Kind of enjoyed Lost in Space. I mean, I never saw the the 90s movie because um, I think I heard that it wasn't very good. But uh, even the, I mean, when I was a little kid and it was on reruns on TV, I used to watch it. Oh, like, yeah, the old black and white. Yeah, theater. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's, uh, it's fantastic. And again, like, not that I'm one who only cares about special effects, but they really put some money into the ones here. I do remember, yeah, the special effects. Even in season
2: one, they were were really well done. Mm -hmm. The robot's Um, awesome, too. You know, a a show I'm planning on getting into, uh, they're having what I believe is their final season right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of waiting
1: for it to finish up, is The Expanse. Oh, Uh, I know. That's another show that... I started watching it, and for some reason, I guess, like, lost track. But all I've heard... I remember it being great, and all I've heard is good things about it.
2: So kind of same here. I watched, like, the first... Most of the first season... Mm -hmm. And then I heard it was gonna get canceled, and then Amazon ended up picking it up, and I right. was just like, well, I'm gonna wait to see if like they're actually gonna finish out the series before I get invested into it, but that's another show, talking about dark and gritty mm, shows. Absolutely. That one's dark, gritty, great characters. I don't remember a single fucking thing that was going <laughs> on in it, <laughs> because I watched, again, only like, maybe two-thirds of the first season right. at most, and it was so long ago, but I remember it being really, really good, great production values, Great acting, um, really well written and special effects and that looked
1: really good. Yes, it reminded me of the the old days of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> and a, little a little bit. Little a bit. Li- little, I mean a it's its own show, but I mean just the fact that right. it's you know, gritty adult sci-fi that that, that, that treats right. you like an adult. Um,
2: right, with a lot of complicated grey characters. Exactly. And and yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's all yeah. we're asking for. <laughs> yeah. Just good writing and grey <laughs> characters. Um <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add for TV before we move on? Nah. the, the only other thing I really watched this year on TV that, like, I, I watch a lot of YouTube. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. mostly what I
2: watch. But I did re- The reason why I had my um, HBO Max subscription was just to re watch Babylon 5 because mm-hmm. they have, like, a beautifully HD remastered version of it. It's freaking gorgeous. Uh, and uh, that show, I mean, the first seasons of feels a bit rocky till you realize they're setting up the other three seasons and
1: the other four seasons and man it's really really good really good yeah i remember back in the day i would just uh i don't know end up landing on an episode and have no idea what's going on but yeah you know but never disliked it i was just like oh this looks cool and then I wouldn't be able to go back for the, the next episode. But yeah, like, it's, you're not the only one that tells me I need to go and watch Babylon 5. I, I definitely...
2: Yeah, it, it's 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 one of those shows where, like, a character will say a line, like, in, you know, season one, episode three, like mm-hmm. a random throwaway line. And then in season three, they go back to it and you realize it was actually a huge revelation and huge foreshadowing thing they had planned out all along. Mm. So it's one of those shows where the creator wrote it backwards. It's a J. Michael Strasinski. He wrote almost every episode, except for like two, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really shows
1: that it was like well thought out and planned out ahead of time. I can just see it right now. It's like, you should get a hot dog. And the guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then in episode three, he's like, oh, a delicious hot dog. And you know, like something like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A little little bit more, a little bit more complicated. Oh, oh, okay.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, I definitely want to check that out. Oh, I guess the last thing I. Definitely want to um, to mention, in case anyone is thinking about watching it, is, uh, man, the new Dexter is so awful. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I heard it's not good. Um, it's just, uh, you know, there's a lot of, I guess it's a one of those things that's kind of been destroyed by the times or the climate, if you will. And, uh, you know, and without mentioning that stuff, I'll say that, okay, so Dexter's son uh, shows up, and so now we're treated to a lot of, like, CW style high school drama, and oh, good. yeah, that's just not what I want in my Dexter show. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then there's a lot of they, um, I guess talk about a lot of hot button issues there. But Clancy Brown is in it, and he's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's cool. he's the only like shining light in it, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll still continue to hate watch it though, I'll admit it, but um, but yeah, it's um, definitely not. The Dexter from the old days, I'll tell you that. Uh, so, moving on to, uh, and uh, we can talk about, I think, yeah, there's a section here for YouTube later um, when we can talk about that. But coming up next is uh, video games. And, um, like, I really haven't had time to play much of anything. I bought, because it was on sale for Black Friday, um, for the Switch, the... Um, tony hawk one and two remaster and it's still sitting in the cellophane um but i did get uh cruising blast which is an amazing um oh that game's fun and i have been playing that i mean i really only have time to like sit and play like something that's like arcade style like sit down and play for like 10 15 minutes 20 minutes yeah yeah. exactly um but uh again i'm hoping i'll be able to find time to play the oculus quest we'll see how about yourself you've been Mm -hmm. playing anything good um, I mean, most recently,
2: I've been playing Devil May Cry 3. Uh, somebody recently got me to try it out, mm-hmm. and uh, they were right. It's real good, real fun, mm-hmm. bit tough, at least for me, but it's good. I'm about... I think I've got like seven missions left to go to finish it up. Nice. Um, but earlier this year, even though it wasn't like a new game, I also played Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. Oh, I love that those. Was really good. I love those
1: Wolfenstein remakes or whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, it's
2: really good. It's it's
1: real ridiculous. I love. That's what I love about uh,
2: <laughs> it. <laughs> real crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, then what else? Oh, and then like beginning of the year, I started uh, Doom Eternal. I, I didn't finish it though. Oh
1: yeah, I really should go back and finish it. I like did maybe. 15 minutes on it (laughs) I mean it's good Uh, actually what I was I was hoping though because I was really on a a stent of like I guess FPS sort of throwbacks or remakes because they released um, Duke Nukem 3D on the Switch store or Nintendo store and that was one of those games that you know I think I remember just playing shareware back in the day and I always loved it and I was like I'm gonna go back and beat Duke Nukem 3D. And I had such a great time playing it. That was It was so fun. And, you know, Duke is freaking hilarious. Like, uh, I mean, that game was made for me. And then I, I beat it. And then I wanted to, you know, continue moving forward. So I was like, ah, oh, how about Doom Eternal? And, I mean, it's a great game. But it's not exactly uh, fun and irreverent in the way that Duke Nukem 3D is. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a more serious game for sure. <laughs> yeah, right? super serious. Um, all right. Anything else uh, for video games? Um,
2: not really. I mean, I, I played... I This year, I did get, um, earlier in the year, the uh, a Neo SD Pro for my Neo Geo, which is basically like an EverDrive mm-hmm. for the Neo Geo. And I spent, like, a few months just playing a ton of Neo Geo games. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of fighting games on there, but, you know, there, there are other, like, games that are non fighting. Sure. It's just... Awesome. I mean, some of these games, like you know, your Metal Slugs and stuff, I had I had played before mm-hmm. the emulation or like the PlayStation releases or that kind of stuff. But it, I will say, like, and I'm a big proponent for emulation. Mm-hmm. In fact, usually when I'm streaming like retro games, I'll just emulate just because it's easier sure. than hooking up my Super Nintendo and all that shit. But uh the games legitimately feel differently on a Neo Geo. It's the first time I've ever like been like, oh, this doesn't quite feel. It, or it, it, emulation does feel different right, from it. Right, right. Um, but the Neo Geo, man, it's just like the <clears throat> fucking coolest system. It really man. was. Yeah, uh, so good. I, it's awesome, man. Some of the some of the beat 'em ups on there like, are just really fun and, and over the yeah, top. Yeah, I'm a big
1: and, fan uh, of uh, the 8-Man game. You ever play that one? Mm-hmm. He's like a, a really fast-running robot. I mean, he's basically, if you saw him from afar, you would think he's the Flash, probably. But you just run around and beat up people. It was also an anime as well. Ape Man? Yeah, I haven't played that. Oh, Oh, you should check it out. It's awesome. Maybe I don't have the ROM. (laughs) Maybe not. Get the ROM stuff. Yeah. Mm. get out (laughs) of (laughs) here. Like a bullet to the head, you hell. Like a bullet to the head. (laughs) All right, now here's a subject we rarely, or I think would say we never speak of here on um, Obscurity Now, and that is music. And I'm just curious like is there anything released that you would mention or just what are you even listening to in general these days You know it's sad because you know I'm a
2: supposedly a musician or at least mm-hmm. at one point in time and I barely listen to music these days what? I listen mostly to podcasts oh, like, All right well I can't fault I wo- you for that <laughs> Yeah <laughs> even when I even when I'm working out at the gym mm-hmm. I'm listening to podcasts mm-hmm. like I don't I did not purchase a single album in 2021 mm. and I, I that's that's i think that's the first year that's ever happened because i do remember buying some stuff in 2020 but yeah i i'm not listening to nothing
1: except humans talking wow but especially this podcast over and over again just to drive up the yeah. numbers
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I i i mute your parts but <laughs> wow uh... <laughs>
1: i didn't even know that was possible um yeah yeah well if your ego's big enough you can you can <laughs> mute it <laughs> Uh well I guess I'll take this time to talk about a, a bit of the music that I uh have listened to or purchased um and of course it's all like uh obscure stuff Ooh, there you go off of uh, bandcamp and I discovered these guys um called the omnific and they're from australia it's a uh, two bass players and a drum set uh and then they also have like they sort of weave in uh synth stuff i mean it's very I guess you could say hipster and proggy like they don't sing it's all instrumentals but they released a new album called uh, Esplanades and of course like they're amazing bass players they you know do a lot of uh, slapping and tapping uh, things that I enjoy quite a bit Um, so if uh, you're someone who's really into the bass you might want to check out the Omnific because they're pretty awesome and uh, then the other album that I recently purchased it's from a band that i used to be in from tampa there i think you and i went and saw them once uh, obviously long after i'd been in them uh, it's a punk band called a uh, pigpin and oh, yeah. their uh, latest release is called license to smash and i can't even remember the last time i listened to any punk rock but um theirs was actually really good and uh, really fun um if you, especially if you like to laugh and they had a lot of like funny little sketches in between the songs and stuff um but Mm -hmm. yeah so i try to mix in music with my podcast listening like sometimes when i'm driving at night i'm like that's when i gotta get that synth wave going you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs)
0: sure
1: all right uh moving on um but but of course you are still a, a big time metallica fan right
2: uh yeah yeah i mean i haven't really been listening to them either though because i've just been listening to podcasts i mean
1: they don't even release any new music anymore do they
2: i think they're working on a new album actually how dare you it was just metallica's
1: 40th anniversary like two weeks ago
2: you son of a bitch hey, i'm giving you the opportunity to speak about them so yeah <laughs> you go to hell um they're still doing a lot of live shows and that kind of stuff right and, uh, I, they put out you know a lot of live recordings but I believe that they're working on a new album
1: but yeah it seems to me that's the way that like a lot of the sort of older acts have gone uh, especially since sadly I guess there's not a lot especially for them there's probably not a lot of money and or interest in new music so they just uh, you know do a bunch of live shows and rake it in that way um, yeah. and so in the YouTube world, um, are there any particular channels you would like to uh, mention, a new world that you're uh, currently watching?
2: Um, sure. Oh, by the way, I want to say hi to Chris Perry. He's in the chat now. Um, as far as channels uh, that I watched a lot this year, I watched a lot of GameSack, a lot of Stop Skeletons from Fighting. These are, these are pretty much gaming, gaming channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic Drake, mm-hmm. um, that's a comic book channel that's uh, really good, and he's a nice guy to boot. Um, uh, you know, a couple of, a few friends of mine have been putting out really good stuff. Historic Nerd, Genovi, Stika, they've all put out really good videos this year. But, uh, like some bigger channels that I've, even though he doesn't put out a lot of stuff, Captain Dissolution, I think you and I have talked about him before. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, watched a lot of, uh, those channels this year. Um, but I also watched like a lot of like Slopes Game Room and Top Hat Gaming Man and, uh, a lot of my life in gaming, so basically a lot of gaming channels. Internet comment etiquette—I watch that whenever a new one drops,
1: mm-hmm. as they say. Uh, what about you? Uh, one um, particular awesome one that I think I discovered this year. I think it actually started out as a, is um, an Instagram, and then they moved it uh, to YouTube, and now they do like full-on shows. It's called uh, Power Comics. Have you heard of this one? Never heard of it. I mean, basically. It's like these three guys. I think uh, two of them are... They're in the industry. And one of the guys actually works on uh, Dark Side of the Ring uh, in the crew as, as something. But uh, they go to like the comic book store. And they look for the most obscure. Like most uh, indie. The indiest of the indie like comics that they can possibly find. Mm-hmm. And then they basically uh, discuss it. Um, but like, it's weird. It's not like they wouldn't just go and, and read something that's like, you know, someone's uh, emo diary that they illustrated. It still has to be like sort of superhero. I don't know, something that looks like it was, uh, you know, maybe designed by like a <laughs> an angsty goth guy at high school. They they get a lot of those. <laughs> um, but yeah, they basically read through the comic and comment on it. And, and it's actually more of a celebration of that stuff. But they, you know, they will point out uh, when there are... Uh, you know, sort of uh, discrepancies with uh, some of the, the art and stuff, but yeah, it's um, probably the best channel that I discovered uh, this year. It's, uh, it's great. Um, and then, of course, I still listen to Red Letter Media or watch Red Letter Media. I yeah, mean, they sure. were, I mean, probably my <laughs> inspiration for wanting to even do YouTube. And speaking of Red Letter Media, I just want everyone to know that. Uh, <laughs> so we released our uh, Santa with Muscles episode uh, last week. And then they, a couple of days later, released. Uh, it was a, a best of the worst, I think, is one of their shows where they right. look at a couple movies and what movie happened to be in there but one Santa with muscles. And uh, did you happen to catch that episode of theirs by any no, chance? No, 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 I haven't watched I'm a little Santa with muscles out, oh, so no, I just I'm... put it in my watch later.
2: <laughs> but uh, but uh, I'm going to watch it at some point.
1: Well, time. spoiler alert, by the time they get to Santa with muscles, Mike is so drunk that, like, they don't even review it hardly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know... I'm sure they still got a million more views than we did, but I'd say, oh, certainly. and also they spent most of the time ragging on Hulk Hogan in his personal life. Um, so I, I feel like we gave it um, more of a chance at least, or more of a fair yeah. shake. Uh, we, we, we reviewed it at a more objective yes. Uh, fashion. Yes, yes, uh, for sure. Um, and uh, other than that, I mean, obviously I like game Sack as well. I still watch uh metal Jesus. Um, what else? Eh, like those are the and then I'm, I watch a lot of film ones like Film Riot and uh, there's this one guy his name is Mauler. I watched his four and a half hour Black Widow review where he just completely destroyed Black Widow. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I guess it's kind of like one and the same. Uh, the next section is our podcast section. So uh, I'd like to know what do you listen to on a regular basis, podcast wise. This may shock you, Steve, but
2: I listen to a Star Trek podcast <gasps> uh, called The Delta Flyers, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about it is <clears throat> it's hosted by the actors that played Tom Paris and Harry Kim on Star Trek Voyager. Nice. And basically, they're going every week. They watch and review an episode of Star Trek Voyager from you know from uh, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they're starting at you know at the beginning of the series, and for the most part, like uh, the guy that played Harry Kim, he watched all the episodes because uh, he's actually like a Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know it's been a while since he watched it. And then the other guy, he never really watched them. <laughs> so uh, you know it's fun. Like they like also will in just about every episode have like a short interview with you know another cast member, or what do you remember, or maybe the director that was mm-hmm. worked on, or maybe the the writer on it. So you get a lot of insights too right. Right, into the episodes. Um, I also this year listened to Zack to the Future, uh, which is uh, kind of the same thing. Uh, it's Mark Paul Gosler who played Zach mm-hmm. in Save by the Bell. And uh, Dashel Driscoll, the guy behind the um, uh, Zach Morris' Trash YouTube series, oh, wow. they together host uh, this podcast where they review episodes of Save by the Bell from the beginning of the series forward. There's only 50 episodes, and they're on a break right now, and we don't really know if they're going to come back ah. or not. But it's a really, really, really fun podcast. Um, Attitude Era podcast I still listen to occasionally. They're fun for like their reviews of like you know random wrestling shows mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's mostly what I listened to this year because I was mostly trying to catch up on the Delta Flyers mm-hmm. and uh, Zach to the Future. Nice.
1: Well, sounds like you've got a full load there with uh, with your podcasts. Um... Got a couple here, uh, ones that I listen to on the reg. Uh, One is called uh, Music and Widescreen. It is a uh, progressive rock uh, podcast. Uh, So, I mean, and not like old stuff. It's like from, I guess, newer, uh, contemporary progressive rock, if you will. So if you like prog rock, I would definitely uh, check that out. I mean, there's really nothing more to say than... Uh, every week, this guy and his wife, they just listen to a bunch of prog rock and talk about it, and uh, sometimes they have the artists on there, and they interview them, and uh, it's uh, pretty good. Again, if you don't like prog, you'll hate it, uh, but uh, next is um, <laughs> Beyond Synth, which is a synth wave podcast. Uh, the guy who hosts that, he has uh, a new guest on every week, and they basically they listen to the tracks of the artist and uh, talk about it. Um, it's uh, a good way to listen to synth wave if you're looking for that. And, of course, I still listen to um, uh, What Happened When, which is the Tony Schiavone um, podcast um, where he and Conrad just, I mean, nowadays, all they do is sit and watch old Jim Crockett uh, WCW or NWA, if you will. Um, but it still makes me laugh occasionally. It's not as good as it mm-hmm. was. Uh, and did you know yeah, that Ric Flair yeah. uh, got a podcast again since he, after he was let go from WWE? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not listening to it. That guy can go... Uh...
2: He can go sit on a pine coast,
1: Well, what made, that guy is, uh... what made you lose your faith in uh, the nature boy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been eroding slowly for the last 10
2: years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's one of those things like the more you learn about some of these people, like the less you like them. And mm-hmm. he's just going kind to of become insufferable. But uh, other than that, too, he's kind of like developed a bit of that Hogan syndrome where he the more he tells stories, the, the less truthful they are. Right. I've been so getting that for sure. A, so I'm kind of like, what's the point of listening to this guy like say bullshit? It's so the same reason why I stopped listening to um, the Bruce Pritchard podcast, something to wrestle with, mm. Just and and Eric Bischoffs, because it's like, ah, this is like sixty percent bullshit. Like, well, uh. sure,
1: I but I do uh, like Chris
2: Perry. What's that? Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Steve, but Chris Perry in the chat mentioned that the Retronauts
1: podcast which is a great uh gaming podcast all right and i see he's also a fan of uh the jim jim cornett's two podcasts uh which uh which if there's nothing else going on i'll i'll listen to jim cornett just because he's hilarious um but uh also um i listen to um i don't know they're called like true horror podcasts and they're basically like it's usually just one guy reading, reading these stories that he got off of a Reddit. Uh, you ever hear of um, um, Let's Not Meet? You ever hear that one? No. Um, and yeah, basically it's just a lot of them are, oh, I met this guy at a bar and he wouldn't leave me alone. Um, so I had tried to run away, but he followed me. But then I got into an Uber and, and to the guy who wouldn't leave me alone at the bar, Let's Not Meet. <laughs> Ah, uh, but some of, <laughs> but you know, that's like the typical one. Uh, but there are some that are a lot better. Um, and I don't know, it's kind of like unsolved mysteries for your ears, if you will. Um, and then um, also there's a audio uh, drama company called Seven Lamb, and I listen to a lot of their stuff. Um, Tower Four is about uh, just this guy who um, he's hired to be in one of those towers in a forest where you have to, like, look and, you know, let people know if there's a fire that's going to start. And basically, he's just slowly going insane. Or maybe he's not, and you don't know. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and then there's another one called Paralyzed, which is about these, like, weird, like, nightmare creatures that are following these people around, and they're just basically trying to figure out how to stop them. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... I feel like there's nothing more... There's no more obscure genre in the podcast world uh, than audio dramas. So that's why I'm talking about it. So check them out if you like scripted podcasts. And, of course, check out mine. Uh, Ray Can't Sleep, which I forgot to mention earlier, recently passed 10,000 downloads. Damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty...
2: I did not know it was uh, that big. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah, thanks.
1: Steve. Yeah, I um, didn't even... It's. I mean, it's good. So, I mean, I guess
2: I shouldn't be surprised. But, you know, it's just... No matter how good your podcast is, it's hard to get traction in this oversaturated market.
1: Yeah, it's really weird, like especially since I mean, after I you know premiered the first ten episodes, I mean I really didn't do a lot of advertising aside from occasionally jumping in the, um, in the audio drama subreddit, and if someone was like, mm-hmm. "I need a new audio drama." And I'm like, "Well, how about Reka sleep?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, and then maybe they check it out or maybe they don't, but uh, yeah, and then even after that that 10k, which I think happened last month. I just keep forgetting to mention it. It's still been growing like really fast. Uh, and also one thing that I think is going to help a lot is I was recently interviewed. It's called, um, the first episode podcast, and it's basically a interview podcast for audio drama creators. And that's going to premiere, uh, December 28th. But, uh, the, the, big links for that in future uh episodes of obscurity yeah. now so um chris perry asked for a link to your podcast and i did
2: put the website com. Mm-hmm. however you can't you know get it from any
1: podcasting app yep um, it's really um, just spotify is uh really pushing it i don't know why the other ones aren't but uh but yeah it's all over spotify yeah, but, but, and apple podcasts and whatnot
2: Yeah. I I even found it using, uh, like I have like a, you know, like just some Android third party Mm. podcasting app I use and I think it uses the iTunes engine, but even through there
1: I was able to find it. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think that does it for podcasts and, uh, now just for some, uh, fun questions about doing this show or really it's just like one. And, uh, was there anything that we sort of went over, um, so far doing this, uh, podcast that, uh, you ended up really liking or really hating. There's, I I remember the ones I, I hated uh, mm-hmm. a lot more
2: uh, clearly. I, I don't know about you, um, but I mean, it's been you know something like like, like uh, the Garfield Halloween special. Oh, uh, he hated, hated it. it. Oh oh okay hated hated mm-hmm. it james bond jr oh yeah that sucked hated it. yeah <laughs> uh i did like nick fury though oh like, that, that was great uh uh-huh. yeah just so <laughs> stupid right right <laughs> but like in a, in, a, in a good way um batman the movie that was a fun one to do sure. but i already liked batman right, the movie. Like, right. i already
1: knew that that's mm-hmm. a fun one uh renegade was surprisingly fun yeah it was it really was Um, I have, uh, Um, just because you, back when you were suggesting stuff, uh, when you suggested smart house, like I was ready to quit podcasting right then and there, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but then when I actually watched it, I was like, huh, this is surprisingly good. And yeah, that just really kind of blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Uh, there was one other one
2: that, um, no, I already talked about chipmunk adventure, uh, and he's go ahead and, and you talk about it i feel like there was another one that we watched that i absolutely uh despised and almost blocked your number <laughs> uh
1: I well um watch. i mean it's i'll like, tell you what your i'll tell you what i liked um the mo- or what surprised me that i ended up liking the most aside from smart house is biker mice from mars um back from the episode where we compared the tmnt ripoffs mm-hmm. um and I uh, loved that. If I had more time to sit around watching 90s cartoons, I would definitely try to make my way through like the entire um, episodes. Uh, hmm, let's see. Uh, I really wasn't a big fan of uh, of the Bret Michaels reality show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'm glad that we tried something different. I'll, I'll say that about it. Um Let's see. Anything that I absolutely despise. I mean, I was really disappointed, as we said earlier, about the new Mortal Kombat, and with everyone yeah, else who yeah. went to see it. That was ah, kill me uh, already. Um,
2: what about when we watched the '90s uh, superhero team-up shows, uh, like
1: Wildcats
2: mm-hmm. and uh, what was it, Ultra Force? Ultra, Ultra Force. I, I was kind of down on.
1: It, right. Think. Well, I mean, I was just. I remembered Wildcats a lot better than it ended up being, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I, I will say Wildcats
2: felt more, even though like I enjoyed it more than Ultra mm-hmm. Force, it felt more like an X-Men ripoff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Than Ultra Force did. And, and funny enough, now there's going to be, like I guess, an X-Men the... cartoon revival, X-Men 97. So we might have to come back around
1: and revisit it. Give it the old reach around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what Disney's doing to the X-Men. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great idea. You know, we should do that for sure. Um but uh yeah, I think that uh sums up that section. Um so, we already talked about our goals and plans and resolutions. Uh any any predictions for 2022? I predict uh <laughs> nothing
2: good oh. <laughs> you doomer <laughs> uh just a realist
1: mm-hmm. uh, hey, i predict same here. uh
2: there's a good chance uh you or someone you know will be sick at some point
1: and uh, <laughs> oh yeah we didn't even mention the fact that you got freaking covid like come on oh, that yeah, was yeah, a that was a high point right <laughs> yeah yeah oh. now,
2: thankfully again you know vaccinated. Uh, So it wasn't, uh, it was quote unquote mild, Mm -hmm. but I got to tell you, man, even like the mild COVID symptoms, I don't recommend for anybody. Uh, and the weird thing about COVID man is like, even when it's mild, like it's hard to explain, like people would say, Oh, it's like a cold. It's like a flu. It's nothing like that. It's like its own Mm. fucking thing. And you can like feel how powerful it is, is the best way I can describe. And you just feel like, man, if this goes South at any point, like that could be, I could be done. (laughs) Like, wow. It is. Crazy. I, I think I mentioned it before that when I lost my sense of taste and smell, I literally lost it like while I was eating a meal. Oof. Like it went that fast. That's like rough. I'm eating first, first taste is fine. Couple bites later. I I feel, I feel like I can't taste this as much. A couple bites later, within 10 minutes, gone. Mm. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's It's freaking crazy. Anyways, this covid disease has got a bright future ahead of it, unfortunately. That's it's my going point.
1: straight to the top of destroying humanity.
2: Uh, yeah, it's t- to the top of the food chain.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Chris Perry. Um, I mean, aside from the episode we already did about the X-Men ripoffs, uh, I'm sure we'll be diving back into more uh, animation in the future. I mean, of course, we already did. Oh, I remember forgot to mention how bad that gi joe extreme cartoon was <laughs> like yeah uh, shit. oh man that was so bad um yeah i'm still trying to find a way like i wanted to oh the one coming up we should definitely do the um cartoons based off of r-rated properties uh the um oh, robocop yeah. toxic avenger and rambo yeah rambo i was trying to get another one that started with an r but i just couldn't find it um so whatever <laughs> Um, well, hmm. Uh, oh yeah. As far as like predictions, I mean, I'm going to just go ahead based on absolutely no evidence. I'm going to say that 2022 is going to be the year for obscurity. Now it is going to blow the fuck up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. Bold prediction. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to speak it into uh, into existence, right? Sure. That, that's um, how things work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, see, I I found this book. Well, actually, it's a DVD called The Secret. So uh, oh, I'm going to use The okay. Secret to make this podcast go yeah. huge. going to be bigger than Joe Rogan, bigger than this wrestling with gaming guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh Good, I'd,
2: I'd love to see it uh, this, this 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 podcast
1: is a lot less work than my youtube cast. that'd be great <laughs> hey, and then hey if uh if you guys are were a fan of the two episodes that you and i did in real life yeah just like and share tell all your friends that way uh we can get this podcast bringing in money so i can move over there and then we can have in real life episodes every single week and then, you know, bring guests in, you know, after you get COVID tested like four times, of course. Uh, right, and you'll have right. to wear a face mask, you know, just full body suit just to be safe. You know, yeah. we're very important people here. <laughs> yes. We can't get we can't get sick again. You can't get sick again. That would yeah, be awful. Yeah, once was a, well, once was good enough. Right, right. Well, on that uh, uplifting note. Oh, and also, I'm just going to go ahead and say my, uh, my comic book is going to get fully funded and get a... Uh, uh, Three-picture Hollywood deal, yeah. Why not? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, just based on no evidence. Uh, any wacky predictions mm-hmm. on your end, you hell?
2: Uh, I predict that your fans of your comic book will turn on you after your three picture deal, uh, calling you a sellout. Right. Uh, they're not going to appreciate the changes made mm-hmm. to the, uh, from the source material. Ricky the, Martin uh, is
1: going to play the lead. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> the, the lead dinosaur. Actually, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. Um, all right. Well, it's been, I don't know. You know, a lot of people said that 2021 is like their worst year ever. Like, I think it's been for me personally, I think it's been okay. How about yourself? Aside from the covid uh, crap, of course. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean,
2: it, it's been it's been a weird
1: year. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but uh it's it's ending on a high note uh for me, ending on an upswing, so
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh I'll say a good year.
1: I mean, after all, you're getting that uh magic spoon money at this point <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is the magic the magic spoon, spoon money. money it's just made you feel so happy and magical uh one of these you days know, money does solve all, all it problems. really does it like that hole in your like heart just fills it up yeah. with goodness
2: yeah. the one payment that they're gonna give me for the one <laughs> ad is solving all of my problems mm-hmm,
1: Steve. Mm-hmm. all right well on that high sarcastic note i think we can uh, put a ping in uh 2021 and uh i'll say uh thank you all who have uh, stuck around and listened to obscurity now as i said before please uh, subscribe on youtube um like and share the podcast or the videos whichever way you prefer to consume it uh, with all your friends and family again so so i can move my family right into your hell's house and we can <laughs> podcast from there every week um and yeah, uh, so I would love a child in here. I'm sure you would. Yeah, you know how much I love children. Dudes who live with cats, they love children. I mean, it's it's written mm. in the Bible somewhere in Leviticus. Mm. Leviticus. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you uh, next week as we continue to unearth even more obscure media. Bye-bye. Bye bye. You've been enjoying Obscurity
0: Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts and take notice of our various social media links if that's what you're into i'm not here to judge and make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure now, now.